Hey sis, welcome to the She Is Purpose podcast with me, Bali Matole. She Is Purpose is a community of women on a journey to discovering and discerning their God-given purpose and identity. Here we biblically equip, empower, and encourage the modern-day Esthers of this generation who were brought to their specific positions for such a time as this. Please join us in becoming part of the Purpose family by subscribing to the blog at sheispurpose.com and by following us on our various social media platforms. We love hearing from you. Now let's get into this week's episode and learn, grow, and become together. So today I would love for us to talk about guarding your purpose or the responsibility of guarding your purpose. Recently something happened that made me realize or rather reminded me of the importance of guarding your purpose. In other words, guarding or safekeeping what you have been entrusted with. You see, when God gives you something and trusts you with something, he gives it to you. And that is why there is this popular saying or quote that talks about how when God called you, it wasn't a group project, which basically simply means that when God gives you a thing, it is often seen that at times or for a season, only you will understand or only you will have clarity of vision for it. And there will be a lot of misdirected counsel in an effort to protect you or in an effort to help you that can easily throw you off if you forget who the assignment or who the gift or who the purpose was given to, and that is you. And so not everybody's going to get it, and not everyone needs to get it. The people that need to get it and stay getting it is literally just you and God, and God will never not get it. So the only person that is left then is you. And that is why you have a responsibility to guard that thing, that purpose, that baby that you are carrying. This is not to say that everyone has bad intentions towards you and your purpose or your calling and your giftings. It is to say that it is your responsibility, not theirs, to guard that thing or to keep it alive and to keep it safe. And you can only do that if you stay connected to the source that gave you the thing. You won't be able to do it in your own strength or your own wisdom or your own creativity. It's going to take more than just you to keep this particular baby alive. Let's read Exodus 2 verse 1 to 8. And here we're reading about the birth of Moses. And it says, Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him, coated it with tar and pitch, then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him, Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. 
Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me. I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. In the story of Moses, we see how his mother looked at what she had and saw that it was good or fine and decided, side note, this is actually reminding me of a podcast I did last season that spoke about the power of a decision making. Um, Maybe you can check that out after you listen to this episode. Anyway, Moses' mother. So she makes a decision that she's going to protect her baby. Um, This baby that she viewed as fine, she looked at it and she was like, this baby's precious, he's good. And she decided she's going to protect him at all costs. She decided that her baby boy was not going to die with the rest of the babies. She decided that her baby boy's story was going to end differently. And she made a follow-up decision to give him the opportunity for that to happen. In the story of Elizabeth and Mary, we see how being discreet is also a way of guarding your purpose, the thing that you're carrying that is so precious. Let's read Luke 1 verse 39 to 44. Now this is after Mary has been foretold about how she's going to get pregnant by the Holy Spirit and give birth to the Messiah and that she would name him Jesus. So at that time, Mary got ready and hurried to town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Right? And I actually wanted to go up a bit, right? To where Mary is being told by the angel of the Lord that her relative Elizabeth is pregnant. We are in Luke 1 verse 36. It says, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. Mary and Elizabeth were relatives, according to what we read. But it sounds like Mary was hearing the news regarding Elizabeth's pregnancy for the first time when the angel of the Lord told her, that Elizabeth was pregnant. Mind you, Elizabeth was in her sixth month of pregnancy, which means for six months, Elizabeth kept what she was carrying guarded and discreet, even from relatives, as in even from the people that we would think she would ordinarily disclose this to, her close friends and relatives. But she didn't do that. Why? Because hers was a different pregnancy. 
Elizabeth was pregnant with an incredible gift that would be an integral part of the story of Jesus Christ. And she was pregnant with this child in her old age, as in during a time when she should not have been able to conceive, let alone carry full term, she was pregnant and she wasn't pregnant with just anybody and she was aware of that. You cannot guard a thing that you don't first recognize as precious and worth protecting. And then we see, even with Mary, upon receiving the news about Elizabeth's pregnancy and going to see her, when she got there, Mary didn't make an announcement that, hey, I've got a word and they say I'm pregnant, or I'm going to be pregnant with the Messiah, and, 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 and. She arrived. And when they were in each other's presence, spirit testified to spirit. The baby in one woman's belly was able to recognize the baby in another woman's belly. The purpose in one woman's belly was able to recognize and speak to the purpose in another woman's belly. They did not shout about or expose what they were each carrying. They protected what they were carrying through being discreet. They recognized that this thing that I'm carrying is not just for anybody to know about, that the thing that I'm carrying is not just for anybody to be able to speak into or speak about or pray over or lay hands on. They guarded their purpose. First John 4 verse 1 tells us to test every spirit. Sometimes, if not most times, you need to teach yourself to keep quiet so that you can listen for what it is you need to test for. Because if you are distracted, you will miss the red flags. You will overshare and you will overexpose that which should be kept safe in order for it to stay alive. Let's read Matthew 2. We're going to read verses 13 to 15 and we're going to read verse 19 to 23. And it goes, When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. Verse 19 to 23, it says, After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. If Jesus' parents had failed to hear the angel of the Lord because they were distracted by what was happening around them, they would have failed to recognize that the angel was from the Lord and that this angel of the Lord 
was the one that was giving them the warning to get up and go to Egypt in order to protect Jesus and to get up and come back to Israel after the danger had passed. If they were distracted and were not able to hear from God about what to do to protect this purpose, they would have failed to keep purpose alive. I go through all of these examples to show you the different ways that guarding your purpose can look, to show you when others before you have done it and done it successfully, and therefore to show you that you can do it too. This episode is to say, guard your purpose with a jealousy. I'm not saying don't listen to advice or counsel. I'm not saying hoard and suffocate your purpose because it still needs room to grow. So you can't contain it. And that is not what I'm telling you to do. I am saying as it grows, as you receive counsel, test the spirit. Make sure the counsel is in season for your purpose at that time. Because like I said earlier, it's not that people have bad intentions at times, but sometimes the word, although it is sensible, Although it is relevant to a certain extent, it is not a word applicable to you in that season. But you will not be able to tell if you are not spending time nurturing and guarding your purpose, baby, in order for you to know it well enough to know what it needs, to know that this is what it needs more of and this is what it needs less of in the season. And you will take whatever. And because you're not carrying a regular thing, whatever, in your case, might be fatal. Fatal to your purpose. And you don't want your purpose, your baby, that assignment you're carrying and birthing, to die in your hands when you have been given the ability to protect it. So don't expose your purpose to just anyone. Because you're carrying something precious life-changing and history-making. Look at who Moses, John, and Jesus turned out to be and the impact they turned out to make on history. Guarding your purpose is your responsibility. Guard it so you don't end up having to resuscitate a thing that should have never died in the first place. Until next week.